Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, My Unpaid Therapist, where we talk about the things nobody is talking about. We hope that through the power of conversation, we can empower women to be vulnerable in their messiness and the sticky points of life. Hosted by yours truly, Kobe and Sadie. Enjoy the show! and welcome to our podcast, My Unpaid Therapist, where we talk about the things nobody is talking about. We hope that through the power of conversation, we can empower women to be vulnerable in their messiness and the sticky points of life. Hosted by yours truly, Kobe and Sadie. Enjoy Enjoy the show! Welcome, everyone, to episode seven of My Unpaid Therapist. I'm so excited because I'm sitting with my besties on Sunday morning drinking hot apple cider. (laughs) I'm here with Lisa and Sadie, and Lisa is what completes this circle of friendship. You know, Sadie and I are this little duality, but Lisa comes in and creates the stronghold of the tripod. And we're so excited to have her today and participating in um, our seventh episode. With our first third person. Yeah, our first guest. And who, I mean, we cannot have picked a better person to be with us. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) It's like, thank you for inviting me. Kobe and Sadie, we are like, we're the stars. Like, in our own lives. We are the stars. And then Lisa is like pulling teeth to get her to be like <laughs> exposed and in the open. So Kobe and I are like always at restaurants having a photo shoot, could care less about like who's watching this ridiculousness. And Lisa's like the one who's like, I don't want to take a photo. So it's a big deal having Lisa here as our first guest. Oh yeah. And we're so excited. Um, and I feel like CD helps me to be even more vulnerable and open because I'll have moments and I think Lisa you coming in this is just I don't know you just I guess get comfortable I think I think like I really realized there was something powerful in threes when the three of us came together yeah it was like more magic occurred versus when it was just a duo Mm -hmm. a dyad well, I think. well yeah, a didactic conversation where you're just mirroring each other whereas like having the third person is like that just the right amount of balance mm-hmm. for each person yeah so today we wanted to just I don't know celebrate our friendship and the journey we've been on and how we've come together um between us so I have two different um titles oh okay 
We don't know which one we're going to land on. One is going to be called Episode 7 of My Unpaid Therapist Behind Every Great Kobe and Sadie is a strong Lisa. Ooh, I, I like, like that, that one. <laughs> you did mention that in Portland. Yeah, I felt like that was fitting. <laughs> yeah. Or um, My Sister's Keeper, which Ooh. is, again, like this idea of, I think, for the three of us, this elevation of friendship that is more like life. A sisterhood? Yeah, sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Like, we're life partners. There's um, an unconditionalness amongst us where it doesn't really – um, matter what's going on. It's not like we just hang out, um, because there's an event. It's like something that we're constantly continually investing in. And we're working towards as well, making sure that we're setting up the times with each other and making it a important thing to get together and be present with one another by doing our slumber parties, you know, checking in with each other. I yeah. don't know when we started our slumber parties, but that was like, mm, that was a little, yeah, yeah. When we really came together. It was like and, after book club, I think we would oh, spend the night. Yes. At Lisa's. Yes. Yeah. That's right. We had, uh, yeah, we had a sleepover and that was huge. I think we realized how, powerful that connection was mm-hmm. and it was a, a re-energizing of the batteries it really was and we were we, like different people at the end of our super oh course. yeah it was like going on retreat and we're like oh we got to air all our grievances <laughs> be vulnerable back out in the world yeah and, and like ready to face it once we started doing our sleepovers on a regular basis it was like we needed them it became mm-hmm. something that in order to shake off the sluggishness of, or like the restless energy of our like grind or nine to five grind being amongst each other it was this rejuvenation process it I think we spa. also noticed how much emphasis we put on the slumber parties once Kobe went away for her delta training yeah and the need to like make us whole mm-hmm. once again because again we all complete one another without one it doesn't feel balanced yeah and I would say Having those slumber parties, and now that we've rekindled it and seen, like, I moved back at the end of January, and now we're back on that boat, because it's hard to, like, I've been away for a year or so, and, like, you really got um, involved in your relationship Mm -hmm. and family time and Sadie and her relationship and work and everything, and so to come back together and remember how important this time is together was really crucial. And so those first couple sleepovers, it's like, okay, but now we're back on like the once a month schedule of spending time. And I think being able to share and know that you're not alone in your experience Mm -hmm. um, as we're navigating this life is so key to feeling like seen and heard and to be doing it with the two of you and having friendships that continue to grow and evolve like there's something to be said for history like you guys have known each other what 25 years maybe give us a little bit of your origin story yeah okay so with both of you guys it's so funny because I feel like I spotted you guys and I was like they're gonna be my friends so I was like the lioness in the jungle like (laughs) kind of stalking my prey who am I going to reel in like that and um Lisa had a reputation in elementary school she was like 
the best person at tetherball. She was the <laughs> best person at kickball. She was the best per- person at capture the flag. And she also happened to look like she does. So I was like, who's this girl? And I actually <laughs> remember telling Lisa that when I would be in line to like, who would get to go up against Lisa? Cause Lisa always won in tetherball. So it's like, the person who loses has to go to the end, and then Lisa's, like, still the one oh, that gets the yeah. Whenever she would, like, lean over and hit the ball, a little bit of her shirt would come up, and I could see, like, her abdomen. I was like, God, this girl's hot. She's going to be my friend. And then I guess I just worked my magic, and Lisa ditched. You can't resist dating. Lisa ditched her BFF at the time. Which is, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, um became mine and somehow I convinced Lisa and all of her younger siblings to like walk me all the way home which took them way (laughs) outside of their route and then your parents were like no you're not gonna like go above and beyond to get Sadie home just come straight home after you guys are gonna have to eventually part ways I think it was the fourth grade that we met and we lived in the same neighborhood and so four blocks apart yeah so we would like walk after school together. And I just remember Sadie in this huge yellow Alaskan fur coat. I know exactly the coat you're talking about. Exactly. And then she also decided to join band. (laughs) Really? And she chose to play the trumpet because she thought it only had three notes. Oh. Little did I know the variation you can create out of threes. (laughs) Yeah. So here's tiny, tiny little Sadie. And she's playing a trumpet and the instrument is bigger than her. And so she had to have a little cart. And so she'd wheel her little trumpet around in her yellow coat. Oh my god! I need to see I sound a picture like a of major it. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like love from there on. God, you really honed in because I feel like when you talk about meeting me, you also spotted me, and it was like back in the days of summer at Olympic View Swim mm. Club. Ah. Uh, I guess middle school or right before that, like maybe sixth grade. And I was wearing Mm -hmm. tube tops and short shorts. And you said like, oh, who's this girl? Yeah. I spotted Kobe. Like I thought something's right if she's wearing a tube top and she's in sixth grade. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing something. (laughs) Something's going right for this girl. Yeah. That's when I started making my transition from glasses, braces. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. You caught me on the upswing. (laughs) Who knows if I would have been interested. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Back in my sweatpants, overall turtleneck days. And then, like, when I finally, it was, like, when I finally got close enough to Gobi where I was, like, spending the night and having sleepovers, and I was, like, First, it was, like, the idea of Kobe, the Kobe that presented itself to school every day. And then once she, like, took off all those layers and I saw the real Kobe, it's, like, with, like, the mouth guard, the glass. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it still, like, lives with her. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, this is not what you were selling. <laughs> it's not what I signed up for. <laughs> just, just joking. It's like Cinderella. It's midnight. Well, actresses so- will say, like, my partners go to bed with the idea of me, and they wake up with actually me. Yeah. So, you know, well, we've all stood the test of time. Yeah, and I just remember, like, a lot of fun things with Kobe was, like, she would do all these 
inner like at a young age she was doing energy work which was like completely unethical <laughs> <laughs> she was like having me lay down and saying like the pendulum is swinging this way and that's because some dark energy is coming my way and would scare the crap out of me but just has this way of like making you believe everything that's coming out of her mouth I'm like, geez, Kobe's kind of freaky to go hang out with. But you still kept coming back. <laughs> That's because you were making me my burritos. Oh, God. And Lisa, you would make me all my food after school. See, See you really, really turned us, like, into what her minions. <laughs> Even today. She's just like, mm, I need this. I, it needs a spoon. I need milk. It's like, no, bring we... it over here. Yeah. You guys are up. You guys are up walking around. Oh, obviously. We're not always up, though. <laughs> but really, somehow you get us, you get the people in your life to really dote on you. I mean, but we love doing it. Yeah. Well, and then another funny thing is, like, growing up in middle and high school with Lisa, it was, like, getting in lots of trouble, lying, getting grounded, getting caught. Um, we would like be grounded and sneak out to meet each other at the park, like mm-hmm. long lost lovers and like mm-hmm. get to say hello to each other before our parents came home for work. We would like dry each other pictures and like quickly <laughs> exchange them at the park and like no. Like to be separated was the worst torture. And then Kobe, it's like, when I first started hanging out with you, more so in high school, we snuck out to go to a party and we got caught. And your mom's like, who's this girl that you're hanging out with? Is she a good influence on you? And I was like, who, me? <laughs> Little Miss Innocent Sadie? That <laughs> <laughs> was probably always during the plot. <laughs> yeah, I know. But a little did. I was also very mischievous, I guess. But not so bad. It's just funny, though, because I feel like Sadie and I would hang out, and you and, like, Lisa would hang out, but the three of us never really meshed. I don't think until you had your wedding, and then it was like something transitioned and clicked, and I was so impressed, too. Like, Lisa, you have the mind of a steel trap. Mm -hmm. I do my own way, but for different things, and when we were at Sadie's wedding, and it was just really cool to see how you remember all the family dynamics and really how much you were entwined with Sadie's life and like her sisters and her mom in a way that like I never was. It really was like Sadie and I, and I think you Sadie spending a lot of time with my family and doing stuff versus like the other way around where you guys really spent a lot of time with each other's families. Yeah. I think um, looking back at us like growing up and, a lot of the pain that Lisa and I went through in our early 20s. Um, Kobe, you were out of town. or Yeah, you were at, living in Bellingham. Yeah, in college. college. And Lisa and I, we were still living next to each other, mm-hmm. blocks away. And both of us having to be there for each other in ways that I know I did not see support you in the way that I would support you now if it was a similar situation because I think I was so hard on you that sometimes when I look back on the way I supported you in your relationship in your 20s I'm like oh that's just not the way I wish I could have shown up for you in that moment Mm -hmm. um but we were also all going through our 20s figuring out life and navigating and you know finishing school and relationships and they all take a toll you know, who I am in my 30s 
is much more confident than who I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And that is why I feel like I can be a better friend to both of you now oh, yeah. than I was oh, back then. Don't you, like, I look back on myself and I'm like, I was called Shady Sadie. <laughs> was so shady. I was not a good friend. But I feel like you were always fending for your life. You know what I mean? It was you're a little fighter. <laughs> See, you knew what you want and you were going to get what you wanted, but it was, you had to fight and struggle to get Strappy. to that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think like it is kind of cool that we all can, we know all the same people mm-hmm. and we think back on like the community we grew up and we're all from the same community. Mm-hmm. The landmarks are the same. It's just a great, history that um I am not around other people that I know have that level of history so I think Mm -hmm. we're so this is so magical we're so lucky and I think we all know that yeah I I would agree and I would say all my closest friends really are the ones that I've grown up with so you guys um my friend Sarah like and Sarah and I have even more layered. Like our grandparents were friends. Our parents oh grew gosh. up together. If Sarah and I choose to procreate or adopt or whatever, have children, that would be like four generations um, of relationship and friendship and knowing. And it is very special because to have the history on top of still liking each other, supporting each other, even through all the different iterations of what we've gone through. Like the ebb and the flow. Yeah. is really How many cool. times could we have parted ways? Yeah. And that's so true. It's like um, friends. The, the difference has always been between friends and family is a choice. Mm-hmm. But I think what creates a society of sisterhood is that we don't really see choice anymore amongst us. It is like a part of our lives. Yeah. Like, it's like brushing your teeth. It's There's no question about it anymore. And it's like, even if we haven't seen each other in a long time, we still pick right back up where mm-hmm. we left off. Like, no time has passed at all. And oh. I know even when Sadie and I were doing our sleepovers, when Kobe was back in New York, we would still call Kobe and bring her in. Phone a friend. It, it basically <laughs> was a phone a friend. But, you know, it just, it was that dynamic yeah well I also think that the wedding was a turning point because for Lisa and I nobody like family was really there besides Lisa so when I think about and I I think of Caitlin a lot too Mm -hmm. and it's like those two people in terms of like you're kind of like your bridesmaids and stuff like that um my parents who were not living nearby like they lived two hours away from where we were living in West Seattle. So they were supportive, but they couldn't always be in proximity. So it's like Lisa and Caitlin fully showed up for me in a way that was like unconditional support, unconditional advice, dropped everything, went to events to help me. Like Lisa was the person that would take time off of work to like go dress shopping with me. So it's like these kind of moments just solidify the friendship even more because you're sharing these life events. And then I think that that day or some of those events where Kobe came into town for the wedding mm-hmm. was what really solidified your guys' mutual friendship. Mm-hmm. And that was like a dream come true was when you guys clicked. Yeah, I would say it was really neat. And getting to know Lisa in this way and 
man, you're a good read of people, Lisa. Oh, and well, any well, new got- friend I had, Lisa would be like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chance to realize that they are not going to pan out. <laughs> and just the fact that, like, we'll be talking about social situations and stuff, and Lisa would be like, oh, I remember this. And you're like, how? How do you remember that? It's pretty incredible. So, Lisa, like, what would you say, or why is this – trio been so important or like why has it changed or evolved for you again who I was in my 20s is completely different than the security the stability that I have in my 30s in my 20s I was in a reckless relationship going nowhere I was trying to finish school and work at the same time and I did not have enough of myself to give you were in New York you know Sadie was trying to do her schooling and also in a very reckless relationship as well and who I am today has allowed me to dig deeper and peel the layers back and really enjoy my friendships and who I choose to hang out with. I keep my core very small because quality is so much more important than quantity. I look forward to this time. I feel like I can relate to you guys. You give me the best advice when I need it the most. You guys refresh me and push me back out into the world and I think that one thing that is very unique about the three of us is nobody holds back. Everybody is showing up and being vulnerable Mm -hmm. and there is no person that like withholds. And so we feel that. There is no competitive nature either between us. We each know our roles and what we bring. And that's so refreshing because in friendship, sometimes you don't always have the best intentions, but I mm. do feel as though you guys have my best intentions. And let's say you and Sadie hang out and I can't make it. I want to be there, but I don't have that sense of jealousy or I want to take anyone down. I feel like we all come in with open hearts and allow each other to be vulnerable and take care of one another. Yeah, we really do take care of each other. Yeah, and I feel like uh, I always love like hearing your perspective on things, Lisa, because it's very different from how I look at stuff or how Sadie looks at things, and I really value that. So when we all hang out together, um, it's like we all get to have our input. We take it, and what I love, like Sadie says, metabolize it. And then figure out, like, how do we move forward from there? And it is really cool. I feel especially this year, um, we've been able to see how much love there is. And the, I don't know, I don't want to say the at limits, but just to see, like, like, the depth of this friendship and the bond that we I have and the ability work. to, like, communicate and show up for one another and make that an active choice. It's been really, and just get a good word active. Like we yeah. actively choose to be present with one another and reach out to each other. If it's been a couple days. One of us will say, Hey guys, how's it going? This how's your priori- week? It is a priority. Yeah. It's a priority as much as like being with our partners. Yeah. I would say. And that's like the thing that I have noticed. Um, 
I think when we were younger, it was very important to build partnership with our other half. And now in our thirties, it's like, we kind of have that, or we feel like we know what to do in that situation. And so investing in our female friendships seem just as important as like our romantic relationships. Yeah. And I also think like you guys both have your own homes and stuff. So it's kind of fun. It's like, we're growing up, we'd have sleepovers at our parents' house. I mean, because that's where we're living. And now we get to have sleepovers on our terms and our own homes. And it's just fun to kind of hark back to like childhood. And it's like, my favorite is, so we had a coffee date on, me and my partner had a coffee date on Saturday with some other friends. And the other group of friends, I was telling them what I was doing this weekend. And I said, oh, I'm having my my slumber party. And he goes, you slumber party? And I'm like, yeah, we're adult females. And we love to not just hang out for a dinner. We want it to extend all night. Dinner's never long enough. No. It's never long enough. So just the fact that, again, this is something you do in your childhood, but we are making the effort to do it in our adulthood why why should we stop and also like at what age seeing our partners how much they support it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. love it and you know today or last night was like lisa's um hosting and i think in the past scott maybe wasn't hadn't moved in yet or would be out of town this is the first slumber party that I have had at my house where Scott now lives with me. So it was, this is a new experience. You know, usually it's just my own space, but now I'm sharing it. But he's really thrown himself in driving us around oh, so we could enjoy it's our like, evening. He's like, like this field trip. I feel like the entire, it's like there's all these layers. Like we're at camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the first night is like where we just kind of let loose and then. Like, last night, Scott was our chauffeur, and, like, we went to a restaurant. The wait was too long. Kobe immediately snapped her fingers. Lisa, let Scott know. Come to the set. <laughs> yeah. Which Scott had already pulled over to the side of the road because he knew. <laughs> he like, those girls. He saw that line, and he was like, I'm uh, going back. I'm like, don't let him get that far. I don't want to be standing here longer than I need to. And then when we get home, it's like, Scott, can you make the popcorn this morning? Scott, can you make us our coffee? And just, like, the support. And then brings it to us. But, like, oh, the yeah. support is so cool to mm-hmm. see just, like, how much – he wants you to have your happiness and realizes that this is a source of your happiness. Mm -hmm. And like when it's at my home, it's like my partner loves to like tease me with like to chime in with like Kobe and Lisa and kind of tease me and make fun (laughs) of me. And then as soon as like he crosses and he's like getting laughs from them the entire time. He's loving it. Yeah. He's loving, he's loving making you guys laugh. And and as soon as he (laughs) crosses the line, I'm like, I set my fingers on my ladies. We're going inside. <laughs> He's a very supportive partner as well. I oh. mean, making the fires for us. Yeah. And then when we decide we're done two minutes in. <laughs> yeah. But like, just like, yes. Yeah. He's done things for us too. But just like the, how much they love. Yes. Watching the dynamic. But, you know, Matt always says like, at the end of the day, they're your best friends. Mm-hmm. And I know when I've gone too far. And they're just, he's like, they'll be laughing. And then all of a sudden they're like, 
quiet, silent face. Like mm, that's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> take that back. Yeah, <laughs> take it back. <laughs> the best too is when we get together and we think our stories are hilarious. Yes, oh, and the yes. feedback from them where they're like, mm, I mean, yeah, I guess I can see it's funny, and it's like, don't be, don't be jelly. Don't be having yeah. FOMO because we're all having a blast. Oh, yeah. I kind of felt like seeing me be with my sisters really, I don't know if something changed for Matt, but I definitely saw when he saw me so proactively investing in my relationships, I feel like he took off and started to really invest in his male friendships. But it was like, it took a little bit of like, whoa, there's something magical when you're immersed with your people that totally get you. Yeah. And I, as much as we like, um, kind of tease Matt too, when we're over there, uh, I know he loves it. He's always just like a little shadow just floating around, but like you don't necessarily see, we can hear him. And then once he's had his fill where he's like, I'm not it on the joke. Or like we make the pasta dinner and it's like completely, it's so trashed. The entire kitchen is trashed. Mm. And then he comes in and we're like already on to the next adventure. And he, he like has to clean up all of our mess. And I'm like, you know what, Matt? I get it. Look, I get it that you're cleaning a pan. <laughs> we're all like, good job. Good yeah, job. Yeah. What do you want? Like some sort of award? Can you just tell his attitude? Oh my God. And then when he bought the baked potatoes. I knew you were going to say the potatoes. I was waiting for someone to bring the potatoes You guys. Up. He, what did we make? Oh, we made chili. That was oh. a really good dinner. <laughs> we always do like a potluck. Yeah, yeah, which is super fun. Yeah. Um, but Matt went out and bought these potatoes because now he handles grocery shopping. Yeah. And they were the biggest things I have They're like ever. they like football. Yeah. <laughs> so they got cooked. But we left them. We forgot about them. Oh, In the oven. oven. But they probably needed the extra time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is that's greatest fears that we'll forget something. <laughs> and we could not stop laughing at the mammoth size of these things. They fed us for four days afterwards. Yeah, and Matt was not enthused at no. our making fun of this like beautiful potato that he had picked out. For yeah. CD's like, they're not organic. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> they were too big. Yeah. They had been genetically modified for oh, sure. Gosh. They were good though. That um, was the best. Yeah. What other... Um, I'm trying to think of, um, why we work. I also feel there's something really special too, like when the, our partners or partners having that camaraderie even extended to them, like. Mm -hmm. You were talking about the importance that they see that this relationship and this dynamic and supporting that. And then they also make the effort or want to extend getting to know, Uh like, your girlfriends and, like, we want to get to know them. Like, getting to know Scott Uh and getting out of this time this weekend where all the other... I feel like I loved getting to see you and Scott. The dynamics and... Because we really haven't had that opportunity. No, especially with, like... By the time you moved back from New York, yeah, and then COVID and everything, and then he moved in here. I mean, we've all just been—we've made the time for each other. Mm-hmm. But I'm really glad that you guys have gotten the opportunity to come here to my house 
with now Scott living here mm-hmm. as a as a resident. I yeah. think, like, um, I was so depressed when you moved to New York. Mm-hmm. I just remember having, like, moments where I was, like, sitting outside and just thinking, like, if Kobe were in town, we would have, like, had something on the books where she would be coming over or we would be having, like, a dinner or something. And there was, like, a pulling of, like, it was, like, this thread had been pulled away when you left. And um, also realizing the loneliness without you and feeling, like, when you're home, the community. It's, like, we – I feel bolder, brighter, and more courageous when you're here and it's, like, the three of us. Because I feel like the three of us take on so many of life's challenges. Yeah, especially, I mean, with current events yeah. and everything going on, not just current events, but things that are happening within our own personal lives that, again, I go back to this has allowed us, the slumber parties have allowed us to recharge and kind of vent and be vulnerable and be emotional, but also laugh. Mm, that was that was one of the biggest uh. healing factors was the laughter. We would laugh so hard our stomachs were aching it was mm-hmm. painful to laugh oh so much so and I think the beauty in that too is the history because mm-hmm. yeah we are in well you guys are about to be in your mid-30s too just like me I'm yeah. 34 right around the corner uh but to just have the history and see like okay we're adults like who have mortgages well not me but soon behind you guys Mm -hmm. uh and just doing all these things your careers and stuff but there's so much of like when we get together we get to take off the adult team Mm -hmm. and just be it's like cracking up and at the core of who we really oh my god and it really loving at one another and the thing is is again we are so comfortable within our position within this sisterhood that jealousy doesn't even creep up. So making fun of each other or laughing at each other, you feel safe. Totally. And because we know that it's coming from a good place. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, malice intent. And even if someone crosses the line, it's like you can even have the honesty and vulnerability to say that. Mm -hmm. And the recourse and uh, recovery from it is so much quicker because... Because we don't play games. Like... One thing I would say that has really, in my opinion, elevated our sisterhood is this understanding that in our issues and conflict, it actually is building the backbone for our relationships. So I remember the turning point for me where I really felt like I'm tired of friendships where I feel like I am hustling to just keep everything um, stable or mm-hmm. everything to be really smooth. And instead I want relationships that I can be rough and tumble with. And that person still shows up for me. And I feel like this past year, the three of us have seen each other in like, we've had our own conflicts amongst each other. We've had to like, each person had had to assert themselves in different areas, create boundaries and nobody gets too offended because there's always this huge respect that we have for each other. And I think just respecting the cohesiveness of our unit and wanting really the best for that person. And so it just seems like nobody is like 
intimidated when there's mm-hmm. conflict. It's like, oh yeah, then let's get to the bottom of this because ultimately we want unity again. And we've yeah. been challenged this year. I mean, we had an event. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> trauma together. But at the end of the day, love wins. And no matter the situation that we went through, we knew that we would overcome it. I didn't, to be honest. And I think that that was very important for me to feel though, because mm-hmm. that nothing woke me up more than feeling like I could use you two. And that, but had I, I had going through that experience together, it just solidified the why I need you guys more than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me reevaluate everything and you still stuck around uh, given, you know, cause this, it could have torn all of us apart, yeah. but instead of choosing to go the other way, we just came together. I think that that is also interesting because I don't know, um, many people or friendships where I've seen it be that intimate, where we are actually mm-hmm. so intimate in each other's lives that these traumatic events impact us because we're so connected versus like and also like with health issues or like relationships it's like we are in it with you Uh and if we were the type of friends where we kind of touched in every once in a while we wouldn't bear witness to these kind of difficult moments that actually just help create more intimacy and trust well and for like kobe for instance you know with her lupus Mm -hmm. diagnosis you know, having to make certain lifestyle changes in her eating habits. Yeah. You know, so when we all do get together, we try to be conscious about, you know, we want to make sure that we have stuff for Kobe and that she feels comfortable and we go somewhere where she can have something on the menu. And it's just bringing that importance to the forefront. Yeah, that has been... A whole other journey too and I feel like we continue to show up for each other and keep expanding our bandwidth to be vulnerable and really seeing like okay I can really hold this space I can really trust you guys with this information you can mm-hmm. really trust me with this information and that we're going to keep going on this journey together. And that's really hard to find, not just the history with a friend, but just that safe space. Yeah. That confidence that you can speak open, openly and they're not going to expose you. No. Um, and I feel like when we come to the table we understand that we're human. Like there's going to be good days and bad days and that it doesn't mean that it's going to be lasting in that, in that space. Um, but that we, when we get together for a weekend, we go through all the different iterations of emotions and that is really powerful. Not many people, it's rare to be able to do that. And I was like, I don't know. I think it's really cool. And the space that I'm in is all about like curiosity and what does this mean and how do I keep growing? And I feel, wow, I'm exponentially just flourishing and growing in a way that I never could if I wasn't back here. 
at this point in time. And, you know, like uh, fishermen, they have like a thing to see, like, is the fish too small or too big for them to keep? And if it's too small, they have to throw it back. I feel like my (laughs) measurement or testing of like the friends I want to have and the people I want to have around me keeps getting refined more and more and doing that through my relationship with you too, because I'm like, this feels so good. And I can work on being all facets of myself um, and still know that people are going to have my back. Like you guys have my back. So knowing where that value is placed, how to seek it and how to start testing it and building it with others and man, we're setting like at least in my opinion high standards for oh yeah others in our life and the new people who come in because this is wonderful and not that you're gonna have this with everyone because we can see like how much time, energy, and effort goes into this and like cultivating it, um, but to work towards that and maybe it doesn't happen on the same level with our other relationships but we can start to learn from it and apply it to other areas. And like, how do we communicate better? How do we show up better emotionally? How do we be more vulnerable? And this is like our, what do you want to call it? Like, uh, what do they call it when they mastermind or like brainstorming and coming together? Like we throw everything into the pot, Mm -hmm. work on it with each other, workshop it, and then like go out into the world and see like, how do we apply all this stuff? And I think that is really incredible. And like, that is very true. The friends that I have, like you guys, I value learning and I am always learning something from the two of you, like something new, creative, interesting, like my awareness and how I see the world is expanded through my relationship with you too. And I know that is. I really do like that, but I do feel the same way. Yeah. I always take something away, and I'm always in such a better mood. Oh, my headspace. I think I would start to leave our sleepovers or, like, you guys would say goodbye and um, feel, again, like I could just take on the world. Mm -hmm. And it had me show up in so many different areas of my life stronger and more empowered you know one thing that i do love about the sleepovers yes it's an overnight thing but we never just get up in the morning nobody's in a rush to get out yeah and so even having you guys here today we i had no plan sunday because this is it's unlimited we pick and choose what time we want to go i mean there were times we kobe and i would be at your house on the couch at four o'clock in the afternoon we had gotten up at eight but we went out to the living room we ate breakfast together we had coffee together and then we just laid on the couch and talked for hours and it's weird because we talked for hours the night before yeah just a different it's like a different and the only reason why we were going home was because it's like well i guess it's sunday and i I have to work tomorrow i need to get my clothes ready and i think our bursts are First big thing was taking a trip together, the three of us. We had oh, never done that. Portland no. was that was really something special. That was yes. so cool. And to see this dynamic be taken out yes. of its like um na- normal environment. Natural habitat. Yeah. <laughs> and take it on the road. It was just so funny. And taking the train was so much fun as well to experience that. I hadn't done that in years. Yeah. But we had the perfect spot we were in the back we were just you know chit-chatting the whole way down 
completely different story on the way back. We were all sleeping, yeah, reading. Yeah, awesome. So what would you say? I mean, we, okay, so Kobe and I kind of did this with our first Portland trip where we kind of like, well, what did you learn about us? So like, did you, Lisa, like learn anything new about seeing Kobe in like a different environment or me in a different environment? Um, I don't know if I necessarily learned anything new, but Kobe and I taking turns taking care of Sadie. <laughs> we like tap each oh, other in and out. Me? Yeah, like Kobe, you got this one. <laughs> yeah. No, Lisa, okay. you need to sit next to her on the I turn. find that very hilarious. <laughs> I find that very meta <laughs> considering I was the one that would always pick up the luggage, put it in a spot. <laughs> Oh, unlock the door for everybody. Make sure everything's plugged in. Everything's working properly. Okay, so we all had our moments yeah. where we would take the lead on things. Um, Pulling the bed out. I was like, Kobe, you got this. <laughs> Kobe, you're like, there's nothing you can do but just provide me with the emotional support. Or when I got all my new vintage clothes and I was like, Kobe's exhausted from a long day of like walking around. And I'm like, Kobe, can you take photos of me outside? <laughs> Kobe's always so sweet. She's I know. like, you do look really hot, see? Okay. <laughs> Just come to me for your cheerleading. Yeah, and whereas Lisa's like, not, not me. <laughs> I think uh, we got to see more of, like, the outer limits of each of our personalities. So. Dang. What does yeah. that mean? Uh, so, like, for me, um, just being, like, particular or realizing, like, I like to be in early and now because, like, yeah. I don't drink anymore and stuff. Like, the enthusiasm and excitement to stay out at the bar or, like, do that, it's not really there for me anymore. And now, especially with the pandemic, the socializing, I'm like – Well, in the first night that we were down there, the Friday night, yeah, it rained horribly oh, yeah. that night. It was not supposed and- to. We ended up taking a nap and ordering in, and it was one of the best nights ever. And here we are in Portland. We can go out. We have, you know, Ubers that can take us. But the comforts of being home. And together. Together was amazing. And I think, um, Sadie, your spunkiness and rallying cry to, like, get us old biddies where Lisa Mm -hmm. and I could just be so content turning in and having an evening in you're like wait we are out of our like home state we're on this trip let's like make the most of it and you're like okay and just always having to be like all right I'll I'll give in on this little bit or whatever yeah like um I think it's we went to Europe when I was like 23 or 22 23 22 22 yeah and I remember that trip just feeling the lowest of the low. Mm -hmm. And so it was a very interesting trip for you as a 22 year old to be in another country and feeling like here's my friend not participating with like the funness that we could be (laughs) engaging in. And now traveling with me, it's like I am as hyper as I've ever been as adventurous as I've ever been. And like, Kobe, you're probably more developmentally on track with, like, wanting to chill out. And I'm like, let's, come on, guys, let's party. Yeah, and, like, just knowing 
Missy always talks us into everything. I know. And she always has to give us her argument. Okay, just hear me out. Yeah. And then Kobe and I always give in. Yeah, there's... And then and then I check back in, and they're like, fine, that was a good idea. <laughs> like, they don't want to give me the credit. No. It's like, oh, gosh. I did last she... night, though. Yeah. I gave you two. Yeah. You were right. Uh, but uh, it can be hard sometimes, because then I'm like, oh, God, give her an inch, she'll take a mile. Oh, I know. And that's, like, another thing with the sleepovers is, like, you get so used to being who you are, whether you're, like, independent and you're kind of, like, with yourself, me and my relationship, Lisa and her relationship, and then you get these other eyes that tell you things that are about you mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. a different person that you love and respect that happens to be the same type of content that your partner has been, like, harping on you about. So one thing, for example, I learned hanging out with Lisa and Kobe is I am very annoying. I am oftentimes <laughs> too much. I'm like, they need a break from me, apparently. And um, number three would be that I am, I, I pressure. I'm like a bully with like my will. I just have to like get my armor up because I know on certain topics, it'll be like, oh, Kobe, just, Lisa, just do it. Just come on, you guys. Like, why not? Not like, uh, and I feel like, man, it's that- more of an argument to be like, I okay, see, this is why I don't want to do it instead of just being like, you know what, okay, I'll just do it. Jane, that sounds so sad if you like put it, <laughs> if you actually like think about consent, but there's just something about saying yeah. you can't say no to, oh, like, man. she's the just- energy that she brings to like really providing us with her argument. I know, she's really been getting us since 1999. <laughs> <laughs> She just only like honed it in. <laughs> well, that's like it's so funny because feeling pressured to do things is something my partner has been saying for years that I and I come too I come too hard or I'm like it's like let me make the best decisions for myself and so it's like here I did I thought I had Lisa and Kobe I can manipulate them to do what I want all the time <laughs> and then through sleepovers it's like I just remember the first time Kobe stood up to me and would not I wanted to go out yeah. to the bonfire that Matt had made and uh-huh. Kobe didn't want to go outside mm. and I was like Kobe come on Kobe Kobe come on like got like my wine going on I I pulled out all the arsenals all the weapons that I could get to like what usually helps me get my way and Kobe refused and it was like this first time that I saw I couldn't push Kobe around (laughs) I was like I am not gonna let this meatloaf (laughs) dictate what I want to do with my time oh I remember and Lisa I stuck with Kobe because I was like I can't leave Kobe behind oh but then she got you later because then she came back in, and we thought, oh. oh yeah, we got rid of her. Yeah, because she didn't want to be outside, and I just was not in the mood. And Lisa was, like, on the fence, but more on my side of the fence. And then Sadie went to go. Uh, I finally went outside by myself. No, you went to go be with Matt. Which is, he was outside by the park. Yeah, in his hammock, having a great time with the dogs. And Matt's like, shouldn't you go be with your girlfriends? And I was like, oh, phew, we get like a few minutes and I can just be. And then sure enough, five minutes later, Sadie's like, well, okay, uh, this is what we're doing next. I'm like, no. (laughs) And she got Lisa at that point and made Lisa gear up and go outside with her. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like I'm always like the middle one. Well, Lisa always says that I always give so much information enough for you to commit to it. And then when you actually show up, you realize what it really is. Yeah. But that time I was not budging. Oh, I no. was like, 
I don't want to do this. Okay, and then another interesting dynamic that you found out, Kobe, was how, well, when I am hosting at my house, when it comes to Lisa, like, whatever Lisa wants, I hop to it. Oh, if yeah. If Lisa makes a comment, hmm, sure is cold in here. I'm like, <laughs> Matt, turn the heater on. Matt, where's <laughs> my fingers? Can not ring my bell for Matt? Or, like, if Lisa's like, well, I'm ready to go inside. I'm like, okay, come on, everybody, get up. <laughs> or Lisa's like, I'd rather like do this or that, or like whatever Lisa needs to like hop. And it's like Kobe. Kobe's like made a million comments about her, and I'm just like, Kobe, come on, just do what we're doing. Yeah, Sadie's like, I've laid it out for you. It's just there. And I'm You're like, cold. Here's a blanket. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck? And I'd be like, you know where the blanket is. Kobe. Yeah, and I'm like, why does Lisa get this queen treatment? treatment? And you're like, oh, I can't, I can't disrupt the queen. <laughs> and for me, you're like, hmm, we're about on equal footing. I think you can manage. You know your way around. Well, yesterday you said something that broke my heart. Oh, yeah, that like to get to a very serious level on dinner. Yeah, it did. Um, what, that I thought you were out for me? Yeah, that was so like right to the, like, it was just like such a sad comment. But it broke my heart that you would think that I would ever think act like that. But I can see. I can definitely see how my maybe I come off like sinister or something. Yeah. I think you've gotten more spicy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And something about us this year is like, God, sometimes I feel like the gloves are off. And I feel like now Lisa, maybe we're like you two would have gone at it or something. I feel like Lisa now just kind of sits back and it's like, oh. So like in Portland, it just I feel like I'm again. Switzerland. Wait, yeah. what? What? What was anything in Portland? Oh, just like we're spilling the tea. Yeah, what? conversation. <laughs> I just think that we love to like. Um, what do I want to say? Banter. Yeah, banter, and just zing each other on the parts of our personalities Mm -hmm. and so I feel like going to Portland those two times just really highlighted um like my I just love to be in like my own little environment and I'm already a person that like will say usually no first but now I've become more like that because I'm like uh do I really want to do it oh yeah and you're always up like yes let's go do this let's go do that I don't know and so then when Lisa came with us uh, in August, it was just funny because I feel like you and I just get very intense, and then Lisa's over here like the neutralizer sometimes. That's why the trio is so important, I think, is to like balance those energies. Yeah. So, can we wrap this yeah, up and it. say, like, what do we hope for the future? Or, like, ooh. my dream, which I'm putting out, I'm already manifesting it. Girls, don't you worry. <laughs> We are going to get to live our lasting days together, either in a cool big house, or we'll have to be maybe in an assisted living home with our rooms. (laughs) We just got real. (laughs) With our rooms next to each other. And like widows. Yeah, we'll probably be widows by then because we're going to outlive. I hate to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to live seven years 
longer than their male counterparts. Um, so I really do feel like my shift with you two was just really kind of thinking, damn, these are the people I'm really going to grow old with. Mm-hmm. And um, how I just feel like life is one big adventure after the next getting to share it with you guys because mm-hmm. it's so much fun. And like, even, um, so I just am excited for more of the same. <laughs> I would agree. And uh, like, just imagine us old and like talking shit about all it the only other gets better with time. Oh I yeah. Mean, every time I'm always like, I walk away. I'm like, that was my favorite one. No, oh. that was my favorite one. No. Yeah. But I do have the same envision as Sadie. I see ourselves like, us three having this piece of property and we each have like our own tiny home Mm. and we're could you imagine the the different decor (laughs) (laughs) i would be like like the collection of everything lisa's would be like really like clean Um, and sharp so chic cubbies artistic yeah Mm -hmm. somewhere in a mix between the two of you you'll probably say like finally i get my artistic license to do whatever i want (laughs) Um, yeah, I think my hope or vision for the future for our friendship is just to keep building and expanding on this and like, continuing to be a witness to each other's lives. I think Mm -hmm. it's so cool to see where all of us have come from where we're going, like how we're navigating through this world and that we get to do it together. That's the best part is doing it together, whether it's a high or you know yeah or a low or just a mediocre life yeah (laughs) which is all I want somewhere or somewhere in the middle but I mean this year alone has been trying in a Mm -hmm. lot of many ways or different ways but you know we've helped each other through it I would say for if you're a person listening and you feel like uh you want sisterhood um or you don't quite know who to invest in or don't feel like you have these um, the history with people in your life or that there's still consistency with maybe some friends from your past. Um, who do you feel good? Ask these questions. Who do you feel good around? Mm-hmm. Multiply that. Maximize that. Invest in that. And then those relationships become your tribe. And um, I think... That it can start anywhere. Yeah. And that's great advice. And I feel like the people you can suss out or you think is there, it's like, do they show up for you and all the different iterations of what it means to be human? Like in your happy moments, in your suffering, in your pain, in your gains, in your losses. And are you able to do that for them too? Mm-hmm. And like, really value learning for them do they add value to your life um because I feel like for me at least if someone is not helping me or I don't feel like I'm learning from them or expanding and getting yeah that I can do that with and that help me see myself from a different perspective then um I don't know. I don't see like longevity and growth, mm-hmm. like a really deep nature. Like they might always be a good acquaintance, but to really have close inner circle friendship, those are like my qualifiers. Mm-hmm. I think like uh, the idea that just because we have each other means that we can't also invest in other relationships is too reductive because 
if I know another person is reaching out to me and I too feel like exactly what you just said, Kobe, I'm getting something Mm -hmm. out of that, then I am always paying attention to the people that are reaching out to me Mm -hmm. and then I'm reaching out to them and like, this feels good. This communication feels good. And so it's like, you know, Kobe, Lisa, and I, we're still up for grabs <laughs> we're happy to have more friends. We're not, you know, it's like, I think, cause I think if I were to hear about us and I didn't have that, I would think, well, I, you know, I want that or, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be that person for for them. But I just think that we also really value investing in relationships that we see they're investing back in us and like oh. the more the merrier. Totally. And I think each of us have our own little pods outside. I mean, and it's good. This is the epicenter. Yeah, this is the epicenter. But, like, you need variety. Other, Mm -hmm. Like, that's just nature. If everything is – if nothing is mixed up or, uh, yeah, has variety, then it dies after a while. So Mm -hmm. it's like we – and I think that's why this works so well, too, is we all understand kind of what we bring to the table, why we like it, and that's why no – None of this is threatened Mm -hmm. or anything. It's like, I know you have your close relationships, Lisa, with other people that they can meet needs um, in ways that I cannot. But Mm -hmm. that is amazing to recognize. And same with you, Sadie. It's like you have other people in your life who meet needs that, like, I'm maybe not capable of or there. And that's okay, too, because... I do agree. Then that would make this so insular. And it would also mm-hmm. make this um, a little bit more scarce. It's almost like we would have to, it just uh, makes it more like this has to work out because if yeah. I don't have this work out, then I have nobody. Whereas instead we invest in this and then we're always investing in everybody else. It's I the think- confidence. It's that we know our place. We feel comfortable, mm-hmm. um, but we can still have, like you said, the pods yeah. and we can take that, re- those relationships and then gain something from that and then bring it back. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I look back and I'm like, I'm always thinking about how am I going to think about the way I live my life when I am towards the end of my life. And I am going to hope that I, appreciate how I invested in my relationships so at the end of the day it's like if you have like these wonderful people in your life and you keep thinking god I need to like call them more mm-hmm. often or I really need to like plan that coffee with that person like I just take initiative you to do it mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. it's what makes it a rich life yeah well and on that note you guys thank you so much for joining us we've had so much fun having lisa on our Yay. pod Yay, so thank much. You. Yeah. Back. yes i will okay cool back. Yeah. if you have me back of we course and again like what Sadie said we hope that um you enjoyed hearing about our friendships but also like uh take away and value the friendships you have in your life or learn a little bit more on how to cultivate um something more like this or just people that you value so you can find us, uh, my unpaid therapist, on all the platforms that you listen to podcasts on. Please yeah. rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. Tell us share, what you want to hear. Yeah, share with your families. Um, we're getting our Instagram up and running. So anyways, we love you. Enjoy your Sunday just like we are. And we'll be back soon with Bye. another episode. Bye. Bye.
Mama.